Hey there, it's Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, host of the Pat Miller Show. This show is for small business owners so they can make their business dreams come true. Our slogan is Don't Grow It Alone. And what you're going to hear is a broadcast of our show that's carried in 25 cities around the country. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Hope you love it. All right, let's go. America's small business conversation is on the air. It's the Pat Miller Show. One hour exclusively for entrepreneurs to work on your business, not in it. It's time to solve problems, capture opportunities, and celebrate your wins. Powered by the Idea Collective small business community. This is the Pat Miller Show. Now your host, Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. Welcome to the Pat Miller Show, America's small business conversation. And I want you to picture me, devastatingly handsome, six foot four, just a big old piece of American man, dressed in a holiday blazer with a Santa hat on, handing you a warm eggnog. It's the holiday season. And today's show is going to go all over the place, but we're going to start today with a little bit of holiday gratitude. I'm going to spend the first segment of the show kind of in deep thought land to help us just get the most out of this season of reflection and giving and appreciation. And we're going to talk about websites and also about if you need a lawyer and how to pick one and about a really powerful retreat for women. All of that stuff is coming up on the show. But again, me, holiday blazer, eggnog in hand, cheers. Let's talk about gratitude to start the show. Now, why gratitude? Why, of all the stuff that I could talk about to help you grow your business, are we talking about gratitude today? During this season, we spend a lot of time reflecting on 2023. We spend a ton of time thinking about What's going to happen in 2024? And that leads us to ask questions like, what am I doing wrong? What is not right in my business? What needs to be fixed? Look at this place. I need to pick this up. I need to buy a new one of them. And that employee isn't doing what I need them to do. And this and this and this and all of these things that just reflect back onto you all the things and all the reasons that you're not enough, that you're not good enough, all the things that are wrong. We talk about growth and, oh, I'm not growing fast enough or optimization and my expenses aren't low enough and I'm not making enough profit and, oh, the competition, did you see what they're doing? We got to beat them and taxes, oh my, all of this, all of it is weaponized and rolled up into the month of December and plopped on your desk. Because when you think about the things you could do, you're really asking yourself about all the stuff you're not really doing that well. And yes, it's good to make plans, and yes, it's good to dream big, but it can get a little bit exhausting and you don't even realize it. So today I want to talk about gratitude. Because you, my friend, you, nice-smelling and good-looking entrepreneur, you have bought an opportunity that everyone wishes they had. You have an opportunity that almost nobody has. But that opportunity comes with risk. So by taking a risk, you've bought an opportunity that could unlock the American dream. 
Because those big houses and fancy cars and private jets aren't being driven or sold or flown by a middle manager at that big building downtown. They're being driven, sold, and flown by entrepreneurs and people that take a risk and win. So by taking that risk, you are unlocking your chance to win the American dream. And while it's time to reflect and fix and plan and all of that stuff, I want to go through gratitude with you. Because if you are fortunate enough and gutsy enough to take the risk as a small business owner, you're probably doing what you love. And let's just take a moment and be grateful for that. Whatever it is that you're gifted at, whatever it is that you're trying to make come true in the world, this small business dream that you have by taking the risk and having the guts and going out and trying to build a business, you are rewarded with the opportunity to do what you love. And as a small business owner, you know that means you have to do a bunch of stuff you don't love, but that's what comes with the territory if you want to win. So a lot of times we're talking about fixing and growing and competing and changing and goals and blah, 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 blah. Today, I'm reflecting on that. You, my friend, you get to do what you love. And isn't that beautiful? Isn't that beautiful? Whenever this wild ride of your life ends, you will know that you spent it doing what you love. It's amazing. It's amazing. Like I said in my TEDx talk, you didn't spend your life building someone else's dream. What a gift. So level one of gratitude is just reflecting on the idea you get to do what you love. And congratulations for that. The next step of gratitude is, is there food on the table? Do your kids have shoes? Do you have a place to live? I would imagine you said yes to those things. Let's be grateful for that. Because if you think back to your very first day of doing business, a lot of that stuff seemed out of reach. And when you sent those first proposals and the client said no, and then you had to go through those long nights of, am I too expensive or what am I doing wrong to get leads and how come they won't renew and all of those questions you had to ask yourself? I would bet there were times, I know I've had them, do I have to go back to corporate? Do I have to rely on someone else? Because I need a place to live and my kids need shoes and I need food on the table. So if you are sitting there right now doing what you love, even though there's all the other stuff that comes with it, and there's food on the table, we should be grateful for that. We should celebrate that. It's amazing that those two things have happened. And then the third level of gratitude, are you in a position to experiment and to set higher goals and to redesign your business, and to look into 24 and say, how can I take this to the next level? You're not bound by contracts or low expectations or your own ability. You know that you can push and grow and risk even more for that opportunity for even more reward. To be in that situation It's a privilege. It's a gift that you've earned. 
You get to do what you love. You're putting food on the table. Things are going well enough that you can try even harder. You can do even more. You can dream even bigger. We should be grateful for that. And what should we do with it? We need to tell people how grateful we are for them. And I'm going to give you homework. I'm going to challenge you to celebrate this gratitude. You first have to go to your family members. You got to go to your kids. You got to go to your spouse. You got to go to your parents. And you got to thank them for the belief and the trust and the understanding. You got to go to your clients. Hey, best client on the planet. I just want to let you know you're helping me live the American dream. And I find it such an opportunity to serve you. Thank you. You got to go to your community. The people that support you every day, you got to go to your network. Tell them how grateful they are. But most of all, and this is the hard one, and this is the thing you might not think of, and this is your homework. You tell your family, you tell your clients, you tell your community. But have you told yourself? Have you celebrated with gratitude the results of your risk and the hard work that you've done? Maybe you enjoy an eggnog. I was teasing, but eggnog, man, it's really great, isn't it? I brandy in my eggnog, whatever your treat is. But whatever your treat is, take yourself out for a coffee and just reflect on everything that you've done and just celebrate how amazing it is that you're actually pulling this off. You're pulling this off. This is a one-player game. Outside of this show and the Idea Collective small business community, who really cares if you win? Answer, no one. You're out there doing this all by yourself, and you're making a go of it. You're feeding the kids. You're growing the business. You're doing well. It's incredible. So whatever it is that you love to do, I like to go to Starbucks and have a Starbucks by myself. I also like to go hit a bucket of golf balls, even in the winter. Go to a simulator, bucket of golf balls, Diet Coke. Man, I reset myself. That's my own little celebration. Whatever that celebration is for you. Between now and the new year, you can carve out one hour to do it. Maybe it's a nice bourbon. That's another thing too. Whatever it is, I'll just keep on coming up with ideas for myself. Find that thing and celebrate your success this weekend. It's crucial and you've earned it. Coming up on the show, we're going to talk with Kristen Pearson. We're going to look through our website and we're going to see how you can look like an expert on it. That's coming up next in this edition of The Pat Miller Show. Thanks for tuning in. America's small business conversation continues next on The Pat Miller Show. You're an expert in your own field, so why not get paid for it? Hey there, it's Wendy Babcock. My VIP paid speaker program is just the ticket you need to convert your knowledge into real income. No matter what size group you're speaking to, or if you don't have any products, books, or programs to sell, even if you're not a celebrity or a household name, from crafting your talk to finding and booking paid speaking gigs, get it all with Wendy's VIP paid speaker program. Keynote speakers can make anywhere from 2500 to 7500 bucks a talk. Together, we'll not only amp up your speaking game, you'll discover the ins and outs of finding and booking those lucrative gigs and get paid every time you step on stage. Right now, get 90 days of full access to the Paid Speaker Vault and a direct line to Wendy. Plus, a bonus, an immersive three-hour VIP day with Wendy to create your online profiles that event hosts simply can't resist. Don't wait. Sign up now at VIPPaidSpeaker.com. VIPPaidSpeaker.com. 
Now, America's small business conversation continues on The Pat Miller Show. Welcome back to The Pat Miller Show, America's small business conversation. And think about your small business. Think about the storefront. No, not the one with the glass and the bricks and the mortar. Your website. If you're out trying to win business and look like an expert to your ideal clients, you got to put the right stuff on your site and avoid making some critical mistakes. So let's walk through our website and think about what it takes to look like an expert. Kristen Pearson from Kristen Pearson Designs joins us. Kristen, welcome to the Pat Miller Show. Let's talk about being an expert on your website. How do you like to coach your clients through it? Yeah, I think it's super important that this is a process that I work with my clients and I'm not just making a pretty website, right? People aren't coming to me for that. They're coming to me to be shown as the expert in their field. And that's what I like to do. And so I have a framework that I walk through all my clients during a whole strategy session before a single thing is coded or created. And do you have like an acronym or a witty name or how do you walk someone through it so you don't miss a step? Yeah, I personally, just the word crash is something that's important to me. So I created an acronym that is crash. And mainly because I'm not subtly trying to help people uh, be the expert, I want them to crash into it. And so, um, yeah, I have an acronym that we can walk through and it kind of goes through the five different things that five different places that I think have the most opportunity to show yourself as an expert on your website. Okay. What does C stand for? Let's go. Yeah. So the C stands for what your client cares about. So cares is really the big thing. And to start this all off with, the main thing is we have to remember who our client is or who our audience is when it comes to our website. So I work with a lot of professional speakers, and some people think that their audience are the people in the seats in the auditorium when they're on stage. But when it comes to their website, their audience is the person that's hiring them. So it's the person that's bringing them to the conference. And we need to talk about what they care about on the website so that Maybe it's a meeting planner. So maybe they value good feedback after an event or looking good to their bosses or, you know, just choosing the right person to invest in from the company standpoint so that they're doing their job successfully. And so what do they want? And that is the client cares part of that. And I could see how a practitioner may miss that subtle difference between who's in the seats and who's doing the hiring. How about the R? What's the R stand for? R is relevancy. And so what are the specific problems that you are solving for your audience? And the big thing is, what do you bring to the table? And the test for this one is, if we make your website and take off your pictures and your name, if it can apply to anybody else, then we haven't been uh, we haven't been specific enough and it's not relevant enough to who that client is. That's a really good way to look at it. Do you find... Uh, that that's something that makes people go, oh, I never really thought of it that way, that it has to be all about me when sometimes people don't want to make it all about them? Yeah, everybody wants to, everybody does what they think is supposed to be right. And then I'm in there saying, but this isn't you. We're supposed to be highlighting you, especially if you're the brand. And I think, yeah, one of the big things is like leadership, right? Someone's like, I'm a leadership coach or a leadership speaker. And it's like, for who? What's your specific approach? All of those things all go into that relevancy tab and make it so that it is a website that's actually effective. If you're just joining us, we're talking about how to look like an expert on your own website with Kristen Pearson. She's got an acronym of CRASH. We're on to the A. What does the A stand for? A stands for aesthetics. As a designer, this is obviously something that I love to do. And so we're talking branding, the colors, the the copy, 
um, fonts, all of that fun stuff. But then also the really fun one is good photography because that's not a luxury. It's a necessity now. And we want to use your website and the photography on your website to show you working with your clients, doing the service or whatever you're doing so that somebody can picture working with you. And if you can get that visualization in their brain, they're more likely to hire you. As the spouse of a photographer, <laughs> the check is in the mail, Kristen. Right, Thank you for right. that. <laughs> okay, two more letters are left. What is the S in crash? S is what I think is the most important one. And I think the one that actually will, you know, sell the most. And that's your social proof. So that's your testimonials, your past audience um, logos on your website, the media features, and then the statistics that you can put on your website to really draw attention and show that you really know what you're doing and you're the person for the job. All right. I got a question about that. Because mm -hmm. if you go to people's websites as seen in Forbes and Newsweek, and they're paying for that placement, but that does actually get some social proof on their front page, doesn't it? Absolutely, because people are looking at those things. So there's a reason why that the logos have weight to them, because saying that you were, yeah, Forbes, Inc. Magazine, if you were featured in those things, you clearly have done enough to be recognized for that. Yeah, stands out for sure. One more letter in the CRASH acronym. What is the H? H is handshake, aka our call to action. You won't make a sale unless you ask for it. And so throughout your website, every single page should have a different handshake or call to action, not a different one, or at least one at the end of the page so that you're asking them to keep moving forward with either learning about you or start to work with you. Now, I want you to picture your website. Does it talk about what they care about, relevancy, aesthetics, social proof, and the handshake. And when you talk to your average client for the first time, which one of those buckets are they the weakest in that almost every time they forget about this acronym the most? Mm, I think the client cares. Just going back to the beginning of who the real audience is, is the conversation I have to have the most often. And how do they react to that? Do they sometimes buck the idea that they're making a website for the people that hire them, not the people that they want to speak to directly? Yeah. And I think people are afraid of um, niching down too much and, you know, maybe not talking to an audience that they want to talk to. Like a college speaker is trying to talk to the college students, but it's really the meeting planners, the staff, the administrative people. And they're like, but I'm good at the college speaking thing. So I want to speak to them on my website and I have to reframe that a little bit for them. I know this is like a softball, so I'm going to throw you a softball. But what would happen if people spent as much time on their website as they do their social media? I would imagine that would grow their business significantly. Absolutely. I, social media is so fleeting. It's fun and it's a good way to, to stay top of mind. But your website is where the actual information and the sales happen. And so if you spent more time on your website, I think you'd be able to reach far greater people. And that goes into a whole SEO conversation and everything. But <laughs> having that one place that you own in your little corner of the internet is so much more important than having a post on Instagram. Yeah, let's follow up on that for a second. So once we make the website, we should continue to feed it with updated content. What do you preach to your clients? Is this something we're doing weekly, monthly, daily? Like what's a good rhythm to keep fresh content going on the site? 
I would love for them. The ideal would be weekly, but uh, some people aren't doing it and they're not used to it. And so I just say one, once a month, let's get something once a month that's new on your website. If you were on a podcast, highlight that. If you like to write, put something on your blog post. It's the perfect time to think about and analyze your website. And if you don't look like an expert, maybe you should reach out to Kristen Pearson, Kristen Pearson Designs. Thanks for coming on the Pat Miller Show. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. We've got some interesting stuff coming up on the show. We're going to have two more guests before we're out of here. One of them is going to talk about a women's empowerment retreat that's happening later in January. want to share that with you. But next, we're going to talk about needing a lawyer. And before you freak out, oh, lawyers are too expensive. Oh, I'm just going to get my stuff off the web. You got to hear out Carolyn Yonke. She specializes in helping small business owners get the legal protection they need for way less than you think. Carolyn Yonke, she's our guest. We're talking law stuff next on The Pat Miller Show. America's small business conversation continues next on The Pat Miller Show. Are you a woman who needs to protect and grow your business? Or do you have a secret dream to start one? I bet you do. If you don't have a lawyer on your side, you may be putting your family and personal assets at risk. I know, I know. You might be avoiding lawyers because they seem overwhelming or intimidating. That's why you have to meet the team at Athena Legal Solutions, LLC.com. This all-woman team of talented lawyers are the most approachable, knowledgeable, and friendly team you'll ever meet. They exist solely to support women business owners who often go without the legal support they truly need. In 2023, they want to help 223 women create a solid legal foundation for their business. The first 100 women who mention this ad will receive over $100 off of their LLC starter package. Visit Athena Legal Solutions LLC.com. Now, America's small business conversation continues on the Pat Miller Show. Welcome back to the Pat Miller Show, America's small business conversation. We're going to talk about something that may make you feel uncomfortable, maybe a little bit embarrassed, in fact, because if you're running around as a small business owner and you don't have a lawyer, yikes.com. You should, you must have a lawyer on your side because you never know when you're going to need one fast and you don't want to then go looking for one. So creating a relationship in advance will save you a lot of headache and heartache when you need one. But if you're like me, you don't have a bunch of money laying around to hire some high-priced lawyer for questions. So let's bring on Carolyn Yonke from Athena Legal Solutions. She's their founding attorney, and they're also one of the presenting sponsors of the Pat Miller Show. And we know Carolyn well, so we can ask her pretty much anything. So Carolyn, welcome back to the Pat Miller Show. How are you today? I am so good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad you're here, and we need to talk about what it's really like to have an attorney on your side. I know the answer will be yes, but add more context to my assertion that if you're a small business owner without a lawyer right now, you're in trouble. You're in trouble because you're scared and alone, right? It's it's not because you're actually in trouble, right? It's because you have no frame of reference. And so you're probably making mountains out of molehills or you're missing easy fixes that could save you a lot of money and trouble down the road. 
And that's the thing. We think that picking up the phone and calling an attorney is going to cost us a fortune. In your experience, is it as big as we make it out to be in our mind? No. Not not for small business owners. Now, if you're calling because you want to sue somebody, yes. It's just (laughs) as expensive as you think it's going to be. But if you're talking about doing things to proactively protect yourself, it's not. It could be as little as $100, right? Wow. I mean, it's it's really that simple sometimes. And sometimes it's just having someone look over your stuff, right? And that can take 10 minutes. That could take one hour. Let's talk about a time when someone should have called you, but they didn't. Or someone that didn't call you, but they should have. Like, what are those instances where, oh, this is no big deal, but it's actually a really big deal? Can you think of an example like that? I know you can't use a specific example, but can you think of a scenario like that where someone should have called you, but oftentimes they don't? I can think of two. So we'll start with the first one, which is their account. They talked to their accountant about starting up their business and their accountant said, I can help you file all the paperwork and this is what we're going to do. But their accountant is an accountant. They know the numbers. They know what you need to do from a financial perspective, but they don't understand what you need to do legally. And so they miss steps or they misunderstand what the laws are. And so what was a small error in the beginning now may end up costing you a lot of money to fix because you didn't do the right legal things you need to do. You did the right accounting things, but you didn't do the right legal things. And so... Like we always talk about how it's a partnership between lawyers and accountants. Neither of us are experts in the other person's thing. And so you should always be working with your lawyers and accountants hand in hand. You shouldn't use one of us independently. And I think we all know accountants. That makes sense. But we are trained somehow not to call attorneys. Is that because... Like TV shows are made out of fancy, high-priced attorneys and we're like conditioned to think that everything's expensive? Why do you think it is? I think because everybody thinks that the minute you pick up the phone and talk to a lawyer, that, you know, it's like being in a taxi. The little the little clock starts, <laughs> right? You know, and you're watching the numbers go up and up and up. And But it isn't really like that. Uh, most attorneys offer free consultations, right? They're happy to answer questions. It's when you're in the midst when I'm in the thick of doing something and doing legal research or giving you really tactical legal advice, that that's when I expect to get paid when I'm, you know, really using that. But if it's just answering routine questions or giving you possible solutions to think about, it doesn't cost money. We're talking with Carolyn Yonke, the founding attorney of Athena Legal Solutions. We talked about when someone should have called you and they didn't. Now I'm going to just Take the pin out of this grenade and roll it right over to you. Tell us about do-it-yourself legal services and people that try and save a buck when they download the form. That doesn't always go well, does it? It doesn't. It doesn't. The form was created to serve the masses. And anybody who runs a small business knows how unique and personal every business is to each business owner. And so what was intended for the masses isn't intended for you as an individual business owner. And you owe it to yourself to make sure whatever you're using to protect yourself is customized for you. And that, a template's a great place to start, right? Like, no judgment here. It's a great place to start. 
But if you're actually trying to limit your risk, you should have it tailored to actually protect you and someone who understands how you do business. Now, let's go one step further on that, because I think I know the answer to this question. If you use a form and it's not done correctly, like literally a few lines one way or the other, and it could invalidate the document or make it not worth using at all. Isn't that possible to expose yourself to a bunch of liability? Absolutely. And you have no ramifications against the people who sold you that template because every single one of those people who sell templates say, I am not a lawyer. I am not providing you legal advice. You should go speak to a lawyer and have them customize it for you. They've pushed all of that accountability onto you. So you have nowhere to go if something goes wrong. One of the things I love about Athena Legal Solutions is you specialize in helping women entrepreneurs. When it comes to helping them get their businesses started, help them grow, and help them feel defended, are there any particular instances you see over and over with women entrepreneurs that they especially need legal protection? I think it's that they are generous. Women tend to be generous. And so it's having someone on their side who helped them think about the what ifs so that their contracts allow them to hold the line and not give things away. But if they choose to give them away, that's okay. But at least they're not obligated to give things away. And so oftentimes it's contracts, it's putting terms in that say, this is how much liability I'm going to take on. It's limited to this. If you don't pay me, I have these rights. If you don't do these things, you know, I can come after you this way. Not saying you have to do that because small business owners, we know we like to be flexible and be generous. But at least if you need to, you can. And that it's okay. It's okay in a relationship to say, this is my boundary. And sometimes it's helpful to have the attorney there to stand up for you and be the enforcer and to say, no, these are the rules and this is the way it's going to move forward. For some of us, me included, sometimes I would rather, yeah, yeah, not have the conflict, but having an attorney on our team, you're saying that's someone that can literally hold the line and make sure you get what you deserve. I love being the bad guy. That is my job. (laughs) Your job is to be a sales and relationship person, right? As a small business owner, it's all about relationships. So it's hard to be the bad guy when you're trying to have a good relationship. And so I tell my clients all the time, I'll let me be the bad guy. Blame me because that's my job is to take that heat so that you can have the relationship you want with them. It's a simple call to start the process, but I do want to know some of the reasons why someone should call you. They're just getting started. Fine. But maybe a sales agreement? What are some of the other frequently asked questions that you receive from small business owners to get us thinking about when is the right time to call in a lawyer? So anytime you're thinking about offering a new product or service, odds are all the advice you've gotten to date were related to the old. And as every lawyer says, it depends. Context matters. <laughs> so if you're changing any products and services, you should have a conversation with someone. If you're thinking about hiring an independent contractor or growing your team, talking to someone about employee contractor, sometimes people go, well, I know I need to do it as an employer. I'm going to get in trouble. That's not true. It depends on the situation. And our job is to help you understand the risks and to make what's a financial decision that's appropriate for you. Because there's a lot of financial implications of becoming an employer. Um, The other thing I would say is bringing on a partner. 
this is that other thing that people do by themselves is they're like, me and my best friend are going to start a business and it's going to be so great. And everything's happy and rainbows. And look at, we wrote down on a napkin how we're going to like manage this relationship and it'll be great. And then it all falls apart. And so having someone who can talk you through that and be like an objective third party is really important when you're bringing in partners or investors. If you're listening to this show right now and you don't have a lawyer, stop what you're doing. Look up Athena Legal Solutions and their founding attorney, Carolyn Yonke, longtime sponsor of the show. Carolyn, thank you so much for answering our questions and for coming on the Pat Miller Show. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. One more segment on the Pat Miller Show, but before we run out of time, I got to remind you, the Idea Collective small business community is standing by to walk with you in 2024. If you're a small business owner wondering why this feels so hard, it's because you probably don't have a community around you. Look up the collective and take our two-week free trial challenge at smallbusinesscommunity.com. That's smallbusinesscommunity.com. America's Small Business Conversation continues next on The Pat Miller Show. Developing your business is a journey, so make sure and bring along a trusted sidekick. As your business grows, Sidekick Accounting will be there. Sidekick Accounting's core services help take the confusion out of bookkeeping, tax preparation, and tax planning. Who's going to keep track of all those pesky receipts and invoices? Well, Sidekick Accounting has things covered as you grow your version of business success. So whether your small business is a side hustle or a conduit to freedom and owning your own business in time, get in touch with a trusted Sidekick, Sidekick Accounting. There are expert advisors waiting to hear from you now. Feel free to call or send a text message to 414-310-7689. That's 414 414- 310-7689. You can find them on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, or visit sidekick-accounting.com. Remember, developing your business is a journey, so bring along a trusted sidekick. Now, America's Small Business Conversation continues on The Pat Miller Show. Welcome back to the Pat Miller Show, America's small business conversation. It's the time of year where we are reflecting and we're getting ready for a great big 2024. But if you feel like you're stuck, if it feels like things aren't going the way that they could or should, this next segment is for you because you've heard me say on the air that running a small business is lonely and hard. And it really leads back to the person that's running a small business. And when it's how you feel and how you think and how you go about running your business, I like to bring on our next guest. The Chief Growth Officer at Choices Coaching and Consulting is Krista Morrissey. Krista, welcome back to the Pat Miller Show. How are you today? I am fantastic and it's fun to be back. I love having you on the air because I love to have conversations like this because it has everything to do with the person that happens to run a small business. So if Someone is listening right now. They're thinking, I just can't do it for another year. I feel stuck. I don't know why this doesn't feel right. If someone said that to you as one of your clients, where would you start? I would start with them. And almost invariably, what I will say is ground yourself, ground your business. As business owners, when things are going well, we keep expanding. We keep grab, I can do this, I can do that. And next thing we know, we're diluted. Or 
things aren't going well, and we get a story going in our head that just is on a spin cycle and we cannot get out of it. And so we come back to who are you at the core? Why do you love what you do? And what is the story inside of you that has you stuck, that is in the way of you being out there and just shining? When we talk about big business, it might be agreements that we're working on or the rates for our line of credit or something very tactical and businessy. But when you're a solopreneur or a scaling small business owner, you mentioned that story that's in your head. When that story gets stuck on repeat, that feels like sometimes it can derail someone. Is that true? Oh, it derails us fast. And not only derails us, it pulls us down. It plays with our confidence. It plays with our vision. And frankly, it taps into that self-love and we start questioning ourselves. Are we worthy? Can I do this? Everyone else is doing it. Why can't I? So Pat, this is rarely about business acumen. We've got the knowledge. We have resources in this community. It's almost always the story that's going on on the inside. That unworthiness. Talk more about that. If someone thinks that they're not invited or able to enjoy the success, even if they were able to achieve it, unworthiness, that's a hell of a word. How does that show up in the day-to-day behavior? It, it is heavy. I, I, it is, you know, what I think about is when I played basketball in college, we used to have the, wear these weighted jackets to practice our jump and to run up and down the court. And it is heavy and it impacts every thought, every move. Um, and again, when you say unworthy because the story's on the inside and it comes out, we then see ourselves as unworthy in every aspect of our life. And imagine if just everybody in the idea collective community could stand up and say, I am worthy. And while I'm fantastic, imagine the impact. If you're thinking right now, wow, that sounds a lot like me. And man, I don't like looking in the mirror. And maybe I think I am not good enough. And you're wondering why the business isn't working and you're stuck. Lean into this interview because we're going to talk now about what to do about it. So if that is how I feel. If I just can't rev up the engine for 24, if I'm thinking I'm not good enough, something must change, what are you doing about it? The power of your journey and the power of you is a weekend-long women's retreat in January 19, 2021. It's 10 years old, Pat. I was only going to do one. (laughs) And here I am 10 years later. And the reason I keep going is the stories that the women tell me. The things they tell me that have changed in their lives, the thing they've done with their business, their relationships, themselves. And it's a weekend long that you spend with other women. Uh, And you've got access to me for the entire weekend, 24-7. And we go inside and what's in the way. And so 2024 is called the ripple effect. Mm. What are you carrying and the heaviness of it and how does it ripple into your life. And what would the ripple be if you got rid of it? The format of a retreat and being all women, how do those two things play together to let a woman that's feeling this way to leave behind the things that are weighing her down by the time she leaves? Yeah. So this is, uh, we, this retreat goes deep within and it goes there 
quickly and you are elbow to elbow with other women that have their their story and their weight and you get to spend a weekend with you. So a friend of mine said, this is a weekend with yourself that you never knew you needed. <laughs> and you get, to, you get to sit with yourself and address anything you want to address and leave. You always leave a better woman than you walked in. The Pat Miller Show is fortunate enough to be on the air all around the country. And anyone from all around the country is welcome to come to this conference. So if you're thinking, wow, that might not be for me, it's it's for everyone. It's in the January 19th to the 21st are the dates. I want you to share, without outing any in particular, can you share a transformation or something that you've witnessed from someone that showed up one way and left a completely new person? Um, I'm going to share two, Pat. I'm going to share a personal and I'm going to share a business. The business first, this uh, lady was struggling with should she transition her business uh, through another provider and really struggle with it because she was successful. And after a weekend, she decided this is the only way to go. And she has transitioned in her market and is one of the leaders in her market. The personal. Uh, a woman came to the retreat and was sleeping in a spare bedroom, locked from the inside to stay away from her abusive alcoholic husband. Wow. And just spent the weekend emotional and made the decision. A month later, she called me and said, uh, I have filed for divorce and I have moved out. Wow. And she came to about four retreats in a row and you would not you wouldn't even recognize her. Completely different woman. And she, by the way, top 2% in the nation in her business. And that's been in the past, that's been about seven years. But when we remove the personal things that are in the way, we succeed in spite of ourselves. The power of your journey and the power of you. Real quick, how do we get tickets? What's the website? ChoicesCoachingConsulting.com, and it's splattered all over the front page. ChoicesCoachingConsulting.com. Krista Morrissey, thanks for coming on The Pat Miller Show. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Pat. That is one great conference. Definitely check it out. Out of time for this week's episode. We'll talk to you right here next week. Thanks for tuning in to The Pat Miller Show. Thanks for listening to The Pat Miller Show. See PatMillerShow.com for more information on today's guests, events, and the Idea Collective small business community. A worldwide group working together to fight fear, inexperience, and isolation for small business owners everywhere. Join us next week for The Pat Miller Show. And remember, get clear, work hard, and never quit. Guests on The Pat Miller Show have agreed prior to appearing that they are receiving consultation and advice that they may or may not use at their own risk. No part of the show should replace accounting, tax, or legal advice.